Welcome. It's the Older Brother Podcast. I'm winging it solo now <clears throat> because uh, DT had something pop up. We're going to be keeping it to two people. Maybe three of the personalities match. They say, what happened to this? What happened to this? It's growing pains of every new podcast. All podcasts, I'm going to tell you this, whether you want to start one or not, whether you're tuning into one or not, <clears throat> all podcasts, even if it is a veteran podcaster, even a veteran radio show host such as myself, the first few episodes are just going to suck as you're trying to figure out your groove. You're trying to find the emperor's new groove, and uh, they're all they're all going to suck. And uh, well, okay, they won't always be guaranteed to suck, but they uh, they're experimental to say the least. <clears throat> like experimental jet aircraft, there's going to be a couple crashes. So I had to figure out one time we had, gosh, I think we had five people. That was a shit show. That was a shit show. And I'll tell you this. Let me explain to you how it works. There's there's one leader in, in every show, and that would be the host. And then there, there are the co-hosts, and the co-hosts, uh, they, throw, they throw softballs to the host. They support the host. We got there where everyone was trying to be a host. And... Uh, too many captains will sink a ship. Last I recall, my name is Cappy Cap. I am the captain. Uh, but hopefully we'll have a couple people coming on the show. I may even invite guests uh, because I do want to have uh, – I don't want it to be a solo show. Uh, that's the Clary podcast. That's why I talk. That's why I go into my mind. That's when everybody is away and I'm at my house by myself. But the, the Older Brother podcast, I do want to get other people on. So maybe John will be around here, <clears throat> although he may have split and taken off. Oh, where's Ann? We haven't talked to Ann in a while. I don't know where Doc is, but I'm all by myself. <clears throat> so won't we? So won't we? Um, I'm just going to get right into it. Uh, it's been a bad day. And I didn't even I didn't even try to pay attention to the news. I got so pissed off. This is why I enjoy the declines. This is why I do not pay attention to the news. You can't. You just can't. Because I know half the news, half of it's BS, or at least spun to be BS. Maybe maybe eighty percent of the news is spun to be BS. But if even a quarter of it is true, you know, factual things that have happened, it's it's just so depressing. I don't see it in my own life. I don't see it in, the, in my world. But then again, I screen out the assholes, real assholes. I screen out the evil people. I don't have evil people in my life. And uh, even though I, oh, yeah, I'm not going to pay attention to, to the news. I'm going to go and enjoy the decline. This is something that's impossible. Uh, the Kavanaugh thing. Oh, so much has been talked about it so much. And I'm not, I'm not going to go into the drama. I am going to go into lessons that can be learned from it because there's two two things, two forms of evil here that I want you to pay attention to. What website is this? This is Daily News, New York Daily News, of which you can choose from thousands of articles on this on this bullshit, and that's what it is, bullshit. Brett Kavanaugh's high school yearbook entry touts Keg City Club membership, other references to beer drinking. Way to go, Democrats. You know, you used to make fun of the uh, the conservative Republicans back in the 80s and the and the 700 Club and the Pearl Clutchers and the, and the religious right. And now here, oh, my God. Oh, man. It, where did he go to school? 82, 
uh, uh, can you believe that? A high school senior in 1982. This is before drunk driving or, or, or underage drinking had anywhere near the negative connotation that it did now. This is before the pearl clutchers of mothers against drunk drivers came in. And, uh, you know, baby boomers, they could drink, drink, drive, you know, under the influence. Now you get a, you get a little fine. I do remember if you want to see just how, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not innocent. That's the, that's not the right word. Um, how minor an infraction driving under the influence was. Watch the movie North by Northwest with Cary Grant. And there's a scene, the bad guys, they, they think Cary Grant is some guy. The bad guys think Cary Grant is some guy who he is not. And they're trying to get information out of Cary Grant and they're trying to kill him. Well, one of the scenes where they try to kill him to make it look like an accident, they just fill him full of booze. And then they put him in a car and he's driving, he's driving drunk. And there's this whole scene where he gets pulled over by the cops and um, it's actually quite funny because he lies down on the on the desk and uh, he's arguing his innocence and arguing his innocence. And inevitably, his mother says, oh, Herman or whatever his name is, just pay the five dollars. I'm like, wait, a DUI cost you five bucks? Yeah, OK. Inflate that in for inflation. What is it? Twenty bucks today? And here it is, a guy 35, 40 years ago, whatever he was in high school. He was drinking as a senior, and do you know he wrote? How is that's not even sophomoric? He he wrote some funny thing in in a yearbook. This is how far back you Democrats are going, huh? This is the fucking East German Stasi didn't even go back this far. The fucking Gestapo didn't do this. You guys are fucking Nazis. You guys are are just despicable fucking Nazis. That's all you are. You're going to go back to high school, huh? <laughs> well, the main, I haven't gotten to the article. I don't have to read the article. <clears throat> I know you kids, you kids, this is the older brother podcast. Okay, let me point some out to my younger theoretical brothers and sisters. Who do you think's evil here, huh? Who do you think, have you done stupid stuff in high school? And have you done probably uh, something a little bit more than drinking uh, booze when you weren't supposed to? Did you write stupid things in a yearbook? I can't remember what I wrote in yearbooks. They're going back to getting what some 17-year-old kid wrote in a yearbook. And you guys want to vote for this party? You think this is the cool hip party? This is the rebellion? My God. You know, the, the main complaint of the religious right was abortion. And again, the old captain is not only pro-choice, I'm pro-abortion. Because usually the people are having them would be lousy parents. The kids would have hellish lives. It's a mercy killing. I'm going to admit that right up front. Now you may commit this as murder, whatever, okay, but I, I have a logic at least. The religious right also had a similar logic. Again, you can disagree with it. It was arguably murder. You know, it's a choice I wouldn't want to make. Thank God I don't have to. I can be very cowardly about it. That's not a choice a man makes. That's the choice the women make. You want, you want that right? You go right ahead, sister. You go ahead and tempt the fates. Go. Do. No, I'm not going to be my head on the platter. But, it, you know, it's not a nice thing. It's not a good thing. And that Michelle Wolf, 
genuine, oh, that's the older brother podcast. We got to keep it somewhat clean. Uh, genuine C word. Can't find unemployment near Tuesdays or whatever the acronym is. <clears throat> she celebrates it? The religious right, at least in the 80s, was kind of like, hey, this is kind of a bad thing. You, you could see their line of logic. There was a logic there. What's the line of logic here? Imagine, yeah, cast the first stone, ye without sin kind of thing. Could you imagine that you're going to be denied jobs in the future because you drank uh, and you wrote something in a yearbook? <clears throat> They're the cool, that's, that's the party of the cool kids, right, guys? This is the real rebels, the real freedom fighters, the Democrat party, huh? And the gal who pulled it up with some 85-year-old just corpse. Oh, can't give up. Just cannot let go of the power. Like the emperor in, in the Star Wars. They give it up already. So this is news. This is news. Uh, let's read through this bullshit. Brett Kavanaugh appears to have been a hard-drinking party animal in high school. Well, let's shoot him now. Should, we, should I shoot him now or wait till we get home? Shoot him now! Shoot him now! You young kids don't understand how funny that is or where that comes from. The embattled Supreme Court nominee, he's not embattled. This is a 48-hour bullshit claim by a... By a psychologist, which tells you everything right there. I've never met a psychologist that has sane. I've never met a mentally healthy psychologist. They all got problems. Same thing with HR girls. Never met a healthy, uh, mentally healthy one. The embattled Supreme Court nominee's high school yearbook contains several references to debauchery and beer guzzling, providing a glimpse of his adolescent alcohol habits. As he faces allegations of having drunkenly forced himself on a woman as a teen. A woman or a girl? The yearbook from 1983. Good Christ. 35 years ago. Graduating class of Georgetown Preparatory High School in Bethesda, Maryland, was obtained by Washington attorney Seth Berenswig. Berenswig told the local broadcaster at WSA 9 that a woman gave him the yearbook with the promise that he wouldn't reveal her name. Oh, we're all coming. <laughs> oh, wow. Bill Clinton gets a blowjob in the oral office, and you guys are worried about a guy who drank and might have made a pass at a girl in high school. Kavanaugh's entry list, hazy memories and club memberships in no particular order. I wonder if it really is him. Or is this going to be another George Bush uh, where Dan Rather says, hey, we got proof that George Bush did whatever it was and it turned out it was a fake document. I'm wondering if this, uh, let's let's get that, let's get those entries, a uh, handwritten analysis, shall we? Let's test the ink and see how old it is. The page also references Kavanaugh's captainship on the all-boys basketball and football teams. Uh but while he was a sports enthusiast, Kavanaugh appears to have had a hard time remembering certain games. What a night, Georgetown versus Louisville. Who won that game anyway? He wrote Orioles versus Red Sox. Who won anyway? Read another light. Let's just, you know what? We shouldn't shoot him. <clears throat> we should draw and quarter him. How how dare he? Yeah. Look, guys, you can have you can have the lying saints or this the, the the truthful sinners. Okay. Uh 
and apparently you guys want the lying saints, which is the Democrats. Oh, you can have the truthful sin because ain't none of you without sin. Kavanaugh, now 53, has boasted that he survived the 4th of July. Uh, the yearbook entry contains references to the devil's triangle and obscure phrase sometimes uses slang for a sexual encounter involving two men and a woman. Sure, sure. Patrick Cole, spokesman for Maryland High School, declined to comment. Well, you, you're dragging this. Okay, here's this poor, here's poor Patrick Cole. Imagine this. <laughs> Patrick Cole is the spokesman for the high school Kavanaugh attended 35 years ago. He has nothing to do. Patrick Cole may not have even been alive when, when, when Kavanaugh went to this school. And they're asking him for, right here, declined to comment on Kavanaugh's drinking references, but told the Daily News that no such entity as the Cake City Club has ever existed at Georgetown. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> A White House spokesman did not respond to email. Good, nor should he. Senate Judiciary Committee vote on Kavanaugh's Supreme Court nomination was indefinitely postponed Monday amid allegations he sexually assaulted Christine Blaisley Ford while they were both in high school. Ford said she was 15 when 17-year-old Kavanaugh drunkenly forced her into a room at a party. She says she feared for her life and thought Kavanaugh was going to rape her as he covered her mouth with his hand and groped her. Kavanaugh, who was tapped by President Trump to replace outgoing Supreme Court Justice Anthony Kennedy, has vehemently denied Ford's allegations. Ford and Kavanaugh are expected to appear before Judiciary Committee on Monday for a high-stakes hearing about the shocking... They're not shocking. They're not shocking. Wasn't it... Hang on. Let's go find out. Uh, What's her name? Ford. Where did the article... Where did the letters go? Christine Blaisley Ford. She's, I think, an academian... Lizzie Ford. She's a professor. And I think she had to go through therapy with her husband to recall this event. Uh, oh, Diane Feinstein. That's the old hag that brought her up. Accused uh, in the bad uh, 1980s. Attempting to remove her clothes, put his hand over her mouth. She tried to scream at the time the incident. I thought he might inadvertently kill me. Yeah, sure. Okay. <clears throat> Ford is a college professor, clinical psychologist, professor at Palo Alto University, a biostatistician, specialized design in it. Okay, I don't trust her. Uh, Ford was also taught university. Her husband has backed her allegations. Couples therapy session in 2012 during therapy. He said his wife talked about a time when she was trapped in a room with two drunken boys. And one of them had pinned her to a bed, molested her, and tried to prevent her from screaming. Specifically using Kavanaugh's name. She's a registered Democrat. Ford took a polygraph test. All right. This, this is something empirical. Supreme Court report. She also contacted a representative. She sent a list of issues. She retained a device that had polygraph test. According to a former FBI agent, according to the that the test concluded for was being honest. All right. Well, maybe there's something there. I highly doubt it. I'm highly. Look, ladies or young girls, if you are sexually assaulted 
Someone tries to rape you. Someone does rape you. Every man who's sane wants to catch that guy. Go to the cops. Okay? We can't can't do anything. But if you wait 35 years. And oh, right before he comes in the nominee of the, oh, why now? It's highly suspicious. Given the spurious allegations against Trump right before election day, I mean, and the number of fake rape accusations. <sighs> I, <clears throat> I'm not going to get worked up. Like I said, this already made me angry. And I, and I didn't even try to pay attention to news. I was at the gym. It was on CNN right there. When I saw it, it says yearbook entries now being analyzed. I was like, what? What level of Gestapo hell did we just get ourselves into? I couldn't, couldn't, get, couldn't get excited. Couldn't get happy. And I was in a foul mood this entire day. And the, the other thing for... Okay, so I talked to the younger sisters, younger sisters that are listening to the older brother podcast. <clears throat> All your older brothers, seriously, if you are uh, assaulted, raped, broke, okay, you got to contact the cops. And working in security, working with cops, if you're raped, you have a timeline. Uh, one of the most important bits of evidence is the guy's semen or other uh, biological DNA evidence. They even have rape kit. You got to get to the cops ASAP. Okay. We don't want rapists. We don't want people to, we don't want sexual assaulters. You, and, and if it's real, it's legit. No, he drunkenly asked me out and I felt insecure. No, 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 no. We're not talking uh, uh, microaggressions and bullshit <clears throat> safe room crap. Okay. We're not talking normal male behavior. We're talking illegal behavior to get the bad guy. Go to the cops. Okay. Now for the boys, if all this stuff hasn't scared the piss out of you, let me let me paint something very interesting here. Let me point out something. Um, hang on, let me do the math. This gal was 15 in 1983, minus oh, hang on, I'm doing the math wrong. 1983 minus 15. Okay, she was born in 1968, minus 2018. This gal's 50. That's young boomer, maybe old Gen Xer. I'm going to throw throw this as still baby boomers. If this is what baby boomer women are doing, Going back to high school and accusing you of something 35 years later, can you imagine what millennial girls and Gen Z girls are going to, heck, Gen, Gen X, younger Gen X, especially with the programming and conditioning they have today, everything is rape, everything is assault, you're a victim, this victimhood uh, uh, politics, this woe is meism, the me too. You can't tell who you can't tell what accusations are. Yeah, the amount of fake rape accusations happening already in college. Can you imagine what's going to happen if you become any any guy of note, any guy of success, any guy of fame, any guy of notoriety? That that this is going to. Can you imagine? 
yeah, I, there was a girl one day, you know, I got, and I kind of, I kind of sitting like, you know what, if that happens, let it, there was, I remember probably more than one girl, but there was one girl I was drunk at a party in college one time and we were talking to this or that. I thought like, oh, I, I could get a kiss out of it. Nope. Now, is that going to come back to haunt me? You know, you guys, you drop the girl off at that date. How many of you got in the cheek? You know, you got, ah, you walk them up. Maybe this is too old school. Maybe this isn't even a thing anymore. Maybe this, I don't know what you kids do nowadays, but you would go on the first date and it was always, oh, do you kiss on the first date? And then the, the braggers, oh, it's my question. Do I stick my dick in her asshole or her vagina? <laughs> but for everybody else, it was, ah, do you kiss them on the first date? And I generally had a policy of not. But sometimes the date would go good. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get a kiss tonight. You know, a kiss. And you go in and, and you walk the girl up to the door. Yeah, yeah, have a good night. And you turn around, walk away. If it was a regular day. You're like, yeah, I might get a kiss. And you go in for it. She gave you the cheek. Like, oh, the cheek. You got the cheek. No, nah, no, nah, really. I got to know. Uh, hey, candidate Clary for governor of whatever state. Oh, there is an accusation that in 1995, you made a sexual advance towards a girl and tried to kiss her. And she was rebuked and it was in a hallway. And I was like, oh my God. And I'd be like, yes, yes, I did. I probably wouldn't even remember. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And so was it illegal at the time? No. Well, fuck off. Not that what Kavanaugh is being accused of would be legal. Although I don't know if he was 17 or. Is, what about statute of limitations? I guess that was thrown out the window with Bill Cosby. So, boys, that's that's the lesson to learn here. You know, just God Almighty, it's so sad. You gotta treat you gotta treat those girls like scorpions. You gotta put on, not kids' gloves. You gotta put on sting-proof gloves. You. You can't even, and think about how, now you're going to go to when you are a minor, when you are not an adult, and even when you're 18, you're still dumb as hell. You know, you're, you're, a lot of you would say, God, I, I guarantee you, you guys, could, everybody right now could come up with a list of crazy, stupid shit you did at the age of 18, 19, or 20. Now think about the really dumb crap that your awkward, dumb ass self did at 15, 16, and 17. <laughs> And now realize that the, the standards of, of criminality, not necessarily breaking the law, but criminality are going to be so lowered and so petty. And people, I got all money what the Democrats going to be like in 2030. Oh my God, I have no idea. What are they going to do? What are you going to go from middle, middle school book signing things? Bobson in his seventh grade yearbook says, Tina, I like you a lot. And he put a heart. My God, he's a fucking rapist. Oh, my God. So there was that. No, I don't want to pull up that. Yeah, so I'm in a bad mood. Bad mood. And uh, and then now, uh, what's the next one? Where's the other one? Let's pull it up. Oh, oh, that's Fox Carolina. Da, da, da. Oh, here was the other one. See, once I'm in the bad mood, then I see this. Then it's it's like, oh, yeah, is it? McDonald's employee staging first Me Too strike. You'll forgive me if I have doubts here again. 
that McDonald's, one of the largest companies in the United, one of the longest standing companies in the United States that have been, and one of the most procedural, you know, because that's all <clears throat> McDonald's really is, procedure. Location, 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 they have procedures. I have a hard time believing McDonald's didn't have some kind of workplace harassment or uh, sexual harassment uh, type of training for all their employees. I, I, I don't believe you girls anymore. I don't. When, when you come in with these accusations that are politically motivated, painfully politically motivated, you ruin it for all the other honest girls. You do. I don't believe the women of McDonald's are oppressed and discriminated against. And you know what? It's pissing me off. It makes me want to be their enemy. I'm going to go to McDonald's this week and I'm going to buy two Big Mac meals. I'd buy more, except that I want to be a little bit more healthy. I'm going to support McDonald's. You're going to bitch and whine about Chick-fil-A because they're not open on Sundays. You know what? By God, I'm not a big fan of Chick-fil-A, but I'm going to go help those guys. I'm going to patronize them a little bit. Just using this vagina as a way to get, extract favors and lower standards and preferential treatment or just a payday. It's getting tiring. Really tiring. I gotta know. I, I'm kind of curious what percent of the American women actually believe it. I mean, do you seriously? I know a lot of the women listening here are not the victim types. Most of the women here are true and honest and forthright younger and older sisters, wonderful women. But I gotta wonder about the, the main population. Do you girls really think you're oppressed? You think you're oppressed? Oh, this this horrible country you live in where men die earlier. We work in all the, 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 the higher mortality industries. You all get to major in fluff and unicorn farts. And and, and what's great is you get the institutions of America to believe you. Now, a lot of them lie right to your face so you vote for them. But you get political parties to say, oh, yeah, you're oppressed. The wage gap. You get education the educa- from K through college. You get the media. And then you even get companies like, what was it? Burger King recently came out with the pink tax with that bullshit. You, you, get, you get so much. And guys die five to seven years before you. And, and we're the ones going into engineering. And we're the ones getting shot. We're the ones going out there. We're the ones working on oil rigs. I remember there was an explosion in Oklahoma City or Oklahoma somewhere. Um, it was like, I don't know, 12 people died on a gas rig. My good buddy Jesse sent me the article. And I went through the death list. Guess what? Not one girl died. Thank God, because all those women in the Women's Studies Department in their air-conditioned office could go with their PowerPoint and point with their little laser pen. Oh, my God, they're oppressed. Am I the only one that, that, that gets tired of this bitching and whining? That's what, that's what makes me depressed is when, when I, there's the real world, as it, it is shrinkingly so. It's small and small. Its population keeps dwindling. And we're all here. We're empiricists. But then when I look on CNN, which admittedly biased to the left, but you, know, you still like to think, okay, well, they're actually a news outlet. And they're talking about going to the guy's yearbook entries. And now McDonald's girls, which, look, McDonald's, don't tell me they didn't have this training. 
now it's the Me Too strike. And this is all over the place. Now, the good news, the good news, see, this gives me a little bit of hope that the real world, that the people living in the real world, the, the population is not shrinking. Uh, but this McDonald's thing where people don't like it, um, none of the articles that I found, I was trying to find <clears throat> the comment section. I want to find what's the comment section. What are people thinking about? Can't find any comment section. So this this may just be the media trying to, you know, this is a dumbass strike. Go ahead, go on strike. I'm gonna go to McDonald's more than. Uh, but I bet you the they they either never they knew the response was gonna be bullshit because people are so sick and tired of having vagina shoved in their face all the freaking time. And and you know, and it's your fault. There's some hey, hey it's it's like if you neutrally shove vagina in my face, I'd be like, oh, okay. But it's not that. It's like this is vagina, and it's and it's in a bad condition, Aaron, because of you. Fuck off. Fuck off. But the the silver lining to all this is that not one article had a comment section up because I think the the uh, journalists or the media that wrote it knew the response would be negative. And I have a rule: if there's no no um, comment section, then it very likely is fake news. Uh, so there's that. So everyone, go, go buy McDonald's. Go buy, I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to do? I got to get a paintbrush. I'm going to go find a McDonald's that's openly. I'm going to get a Big Mac meal. Oh, my diet's gone to hell. My diet has gone to hell. Started when I went to Vegas. And... uh and there's just been no time. No time. No time. And when you're on the road, oh, there we go. You're on the road, you might as well not even bother trying to eat healthy, especially if you're driving across the flyover country. No offense to flyover country. I love flyover country. But there's not like a Chipotle or, or a Cadoba or sweet tomatoes. Anybody got sweet tomatoes? Anybody know what that is? Nobody know what that is? Sweet tomatoes. There's no way to eat healthy if you're driving across the end. You cannot eat healthy on a road trip. Not possible. It used to annoy me, like, oh, I got to drive. And if you try to eat healthy, that means you got to go into the town. It's like, no, now you're adding three, four hours to your trip, which you don't have time for. And I just admit, nope, I'm eating shit on the highway. Eating shit on the highway. Those are to do it. All right. <clears throat> we got people in the chat. If you guys want, we got the super chats up. Let's go through some. Standard back office work here. Uh, if you got questions to go right super chat, that's available. I may be switching to um, Streamlabs just because one Google takes a percentage of the super chat money, so I don't get to see all that. Streamlabs, I get it all. Two, uh, Google sent me something in the mail saying, "Hey, to monetize, you got to balance, and we got to pay you." I'm like, okay. You know, so I pay me. Like, oh, no, you got to set up a bank account with it. I could have swore I did that before. So then I give them the pin number. I do all the things. Short version. It, I don't know if it went through or not. And then third, I'm just so sick of Google. I'm so sick of these, these anti-free speech people. Don't any you do when you're going to give it up. That's the whole problem with a monopoly, guys. I can't give it up. It's a monopoly. 
well, if you if you're really a libertarian, you wouldn't use the highway or the road. Yeah, well, you know, I guess I'd like to live in first world standards of living. So anyway, you can make donate donate the chats and I'll answer your question. What else we got? Oh, this uh, podcast is brought to you by Orion's Cold Fire. <clears throat> Go to orionscoldfire.com. Check out his site. Go there all now. Freak them out. Like, oh, what happened to the jump of traffic? Why is this happening? And then academiccomposition.com, my good friend Alexi. He's uh, been a very loyal advertiser uh, on the show. And uh, now that we got college started up, we got that going on, and you guys don't want to write your papers. Your older brother recommends you outsource all your worthless papers to academiccomposition.com. If you're looking for a job, Alexi's always hiring. Um, he is looking for writers, and he's also looking for um, marketers. The jobs suck. Don't think this is exciting. Don't think it's exciting. It's not. Uh, but you can check him out over at academiccomposition.com. Tell him I sent you either as a client or you're looking to work for him. Right there. All right, let's go through the, the chat room here. Uh, really no 6 p.m. stream. Tis, tis. Okay. Oh, yeah, by the way, we're starting at 7 p.m. because DT, who's not here, by the way, uh, DT, uh, he got a job, which I wanted to ask him about. Kind of his his career adventure always intrigues me because he stood up to the man. He ended up basically saying, uh, "They they said, well, we can only afford to give you a three percent raise." He's like, "Nah, I'm leaving." They're like, "Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute!" Ha ha ha! We're just joking there, uh, DT. <laughs> oh, you know us, corporate baby boomer cocksuckers. We <laughs> we're just a barrel of <laughs> and uh, wow! Surprise, surprise! They found an extra twenty five percent. I think he also got to work from home, everyone, or part-time or something like that. And uh, whenever they say we can only afford to give you, it's like, it's a bluff. It's a freaking bluff. Anyway, so he's got a, a real job. And he can't start the podcast till 7. So we're going to be doing um, the podcast at 7. Uh, when is your birthday, Aaron? Is it in November? No, according to the internet, it's January 1st, 1947. And the reason it's January 1st, 1947, uh, is because you don't want the identity thieves, uh, to get that. So if everyone says, Hey, his birthday is 1947 and January 1st looks spectacularly young for that age. And then they find out, Hey, this isn't his real birth date. That was the other scary thing. Google wants like my my login information for my bank account so it can pay. It's like, I'm giving you my login information. Let me get a check. Uh, hey, Aaron, how do I tell if a girl is shy or just not interested? Um, you could just assume she's not interested. Because shy girls, you got to work on shy girls. The shy girls will inevitably, they'll let you know. They'll hang out. They'll talk to you. They'll giggle. I guess that's the best way. A girl that's not interested in you will not giggle. She won't laugh at your jokes. A shy girl may not want to talk to you a lot. She may seem cool and reserved or put off by you. But if she laughs at your jokes, then then that's probably an indication that she's shy. So, I mean, if, if that's happening, she's giggling at your stupid jokes. And they don't have to be good jokes. They just have to be dumb jokes. Um. Then she probably does like and is just shy. But I'm going to just err on the side of caution that um, she's just not interested. 
Shy is what you just that. How can you mean shy? Is this over the internet too? Don't tell me this. Is like, how do I tell if a girl's shy over the internet? Cause that, I, I don't know how you can tell she's, she's shy or not interested. The world I don't want to go into. Uh, polygraphs are pseudonyms. Let's see what else we got. Jeff two three two one. He's very tired. Yeah, I am sick of it. The, I don't care what it is. You will get sick of chocolate ice cream. You will get sick of sex. You will get sick of everything. I even think women are going to get sick of the Me Too movement. This this bullshit. Wonder what Cappy thinks about the future and the trade, specifically becoming an electrician or a plumber, which was my second choice. They're both good. Um, plumbers, you just get wet. Electricians, you might get shocked and killed. Just a little thought there. Okay, plumbers, you could have sewage fall on you, I guess. I guess there's a way to die as a plumber too, but I think the death rate of an electrician is a little bit higher. Just wait until a possibility of the thoughts will be criminal. It will be. I worked at McDonald's and I got grilled when I refused to call a trans person her when it was a he. <laughs> uh, boop -a -doop -a -doo, boop -a -doop -a Aaron, if you could have anyone in the world dead or alive on your podcast, who would it be and why? Ooh, good one. Immediately coming to mind is Teddy Roosevelt. Bully, bully, I say. Um, Spears from the uh, Band of Brothers, probably. That'd be a guy to have. Can you drown in sewage if it's deep enough? Yeah, listen to the Beckloff. He always talks about how the, not, not always, but occasionally the Amish will be found dead in their uh, manure pool. They have a manure pool where they put all the manure and it's got a ferment or age or whatever. I don't know. That's uh, And then the fumes get to you and you fall in and all of a sudden, hey, there's Jebediah literally in the shit. <clears throat> all right. Uh, let's go to another one. This is good news. If I can copy it and paste it right. This is my hero. Man installs electric fence to keep kids off his lawn. This is great. And the greatest thing is the guy's picture says everything. The guy's picture says everything. The cops are there. The cops are pissed. He's on his land. He's on his property. He's standing behind his, his electric fence, arms akimbo with a, with a go fuck off, like zero fucks given look. This is what every this is the one of the few last men. This is one of the few men that's left on on the on the planet real world. A Virginia man said he was fed up with children trespassing on his property, so he installed an electric fence to keep them away. You go, man. He's got his dog there. It's great. Brian Tucker's house is just feet away from a bus stop in Henrico County. WRIC reported after he installed the electric fence, some neighbors called the police saying Tucker didn't put up a warning sign and thought he owned his own property. No, I, I added that. The potential safety hazard alarmed some parents. Well, you raise shitty kids. Raise shitty kids have shitty consequences. Me, I'm a parent, and I don't want any children to get electrocuted, said neighbor Wayne Milby. Pussy extraordinaire. No, I, I added that too. 
It's insane. No, it's not insane. It's not insane. Uh, Brian Tucker paid money for his piece of property in these United States of America. And your shitty-ass raised kids because your shitty-ass parents were running amok on it, and he just put up an electric fence. If your kids are too stupid not to touch the electric fence, well, that's a reflex. See, that's what's really pissing off these parents is that this guy showed these parents in the world what shitty parents they are. That's what it is. He's one up them. He's put a mirror right in their face. And oh my God, don't get me started about how bad parents are nowadays. Uh, it's insane, said another parent who has to remain enough. No, it's not insane. It's not insane. I I wish I I don't have no kids in my neighborhood at a at a at a stop, but I wish I would have came up with this idea. And and it's not even the balls. It's just it's just the the manliness that you guys got to look at this. Look, it's on FoxCarolina.com. You want to get that article? He's just got a smile on his face, man. He's like one of the last few Americans giving the world the finger. Tucker told WIC he and installed the fence because he grew tired of kids throwing trash and walking on his lawn. I'm not in charge of other people's children. He said, all I can do is protect myself. And that's why I've got the fence up. County officials later asked Tucker to take down the fence because it was on an easement, making it illegal, but he's allowed to reinstall it. If he keeps the fence on his property line, this allow comments. No, of course not. Hell no. Why would we allow that? Hang on. I got to see what the reaction is. Here's a bit of good news. Brian Tucker. That's an actor. Electric fence. KRDO. Hey, is this a little guy like me? We got do we got comments? Any comments? No, no comments. Cause you guys, I guarantee you that's probably what it is. They don't want they don't want people saying good for him. They don't want you sheep, you plebes, getting aware that it's okay to be masculine and manly, protect your own shit. The stations report that Tucker did not accompany the fence with a warning sign. That's awesome. (laughs) Ah, dude, dude, you don't have to go to the movies. All I would do is sit there with a cigar and a bottle of booze with a camcorder and watch the kids get zapped. I'd just throw that up on YouTube. That'd be great. Uh, you're filming children. You're a pedophile. No, no, that's comedy. That's just comedy right there. Miami Herald, do we have comments? Oh, comments. Hang on. There is comments. Do we got any three comments? Good for him. Perhaps that the so-called concerned neighbor and or outraged parents had invested half as much energy teaching their children to respect other people's property. This entire incident. But yep, there you go. There you go. Yep, I understand why you people in the journalism world don't want to don't want to have a comment section on some things. Breitbart News, I don't even have to click on that. Fox 12 Oregon. Let's see what the Oregonians think. It's Oregon, Aaron, it's not Oregon. There was ore in the mountains, that's why they did it. No comments here. All right, those that happen. And we got that. I'm really just going through this crap here. We got rid of Christy Basie Ford. Uh, 
got that, got that. Just cleaning out. Oh, and subscribe, everybody. Subscribe and like. There's the... I think we got to stay above 2,000 subscribers. Otherwise, it gets demonetized, which I guess really doesn't matter if I'm going to go with uh, Streamlabs. I don't know. Just go ahead and subscribe anyway. They want to make, yeah, they want to make money, but they make it so difficult with the registration and everything. And then uh, like it up. Like up the video. <clears throat> we got that there. Uh, do not know if any of you have seen the new Captain Marvel trailer. This is not my um, not my world. More of the Beckloff domain, world-class bullshitters domain, but I clicked on it out of morbid curiosity because I liked Infinity War. Infinity War was easily uh, my favorite movie of the year, and my favorite movie the year before that was John Wick 2. John Wick 2 blew it out of the water, man. John Wick 2 was the tits. Um, that I bought that when it came out. For I didn't care what I paid for a DVD press. I was like, I want to own that. That is a great movie. Uh, but Infinity War was not as good as it but but amazing nonetheless. I can't wait for Infinity War 2 to end. Then you, then you see, like, hey, did you stay to the end? I'm like, yeah, I stayed to the end. And then people are disappearing, and then there's Samuel L. Jackson. He's got his pager, and there's some kind of logo on it, and I didn't know what it meant. Now, some fat 55-year-old nerd knew what it was. Oh, Captain Marvel's coming. I'm like, oh, okay, didn't pay attention. And then... Because I kind of do listen to geek podcasts, I found out, oh, Captain Marvel and her group is going to come save the rest of the Avengers because this universe was not big enough. This universe, there's there's not enough for uh, all of us in this universe. We need, we need more people in this universe. It's way too small for us. We just need more. And I was going to give it a shot. I was going to say, okay. <clears throat> Marvel did a great job with this. They did a great job with Iron Man 1. 2 was eh. 3 was horrible. That was an abomination. That was an abortion. May I have my balls back, please, Gwyneth Paltrow? Thank you. So I'm like, okay, let's see what this is. And, um, and immediately, the infrastructure is there. We, we always have to celebrate vagina. We can't celebrate the, the female actress doing a good acting job. We can't celebrate um, the special effects. We can't celebrate the movie. We can't celebrate the plot. We can't celebrate its entertainment. Immediately, it's vagina. And I'm trying to caution myself against that because, like, think about this. There was no buildup or warning or telepathing. There was no any feminism or politics associated with Ripley in Alien. It just it was Sigourney Weaver, Alien, ooh, spooky Alien. I think it's a highly overrated movie, according to the great one himself. He thinks it's the greatest movie ever. I'm um, not sharing that. Still haven't watched Doctor Strangelove, by the way. Got by, yeah, three of you Hanyakers in the same week already ripping me because I haven't seen it. Anyway, there was no... It was just it was just a gal. It was Ripley. Sigourney Weaver kicking ass. And then Aliens 2, great movie, way better than the first one. And so I wonder, like, now that everybody's been conditioned, you know, when we watched the A-Team, we didn't say, oh, B.A. Baracus is black. It was like, dude, B.A. Baracus, Mr. T is awesome. He's a big badass dude with this chain. I pity the fool. There was no pretext. There was no, okay, yeah, he's black. You see that. But you never like, oh, God, he's, he's really cool. 
Now that we've been conditioned K through college, now it's in the news all the time. Everything's about race and plumbing. you, You can't help but say, oh, is this going to be another feminist stunt? So I try to back that out. I try to say, okay, all right, nothing wrong with having female superheroes. That's fine. All right. And God, I did not want Infinity Wars to be ruined. I did not want it to be ruined because it was such a good movie. And I really want to know how they're going to get out of this one. And truthfully, I'm cheering on Thanos. Thanos did nothing wrong. He's he's a true economist. Like, we're, we're going to die if we don't do this. Let's get rid of, you know, we can get rid of the scumbags with the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, and, and that's another academic discussion. But I was like, okay, I can't wait to see the sequel. And now that we see who we got to introduce the new character, not to mention Infinity Wars, the sequel needs a lot of time to be filmed and built up. So now they're going to introduce the new character, Captain Marvel. It's a girl. Cappy's like, okay, I'm going to be trying intellectually honest. Not going to, I'm not going to uh, judge. I'm going to, I'm going to watch the, uh, the trailer and be open-minded. I watch it. Oh my God. It's just, it's, they shove it in your face. They shove it in your face. It's girl. It is girl power. It is just girl power. Now, thankfully for Marvel anyway, the likes and the reviews of the trailer is good so far. But even backing out, you know, hey, I just want to see this trailer for what it is. It is just an advertisement and a hurrah for girls. There's, they're walking down, and yeah, sure enough, they're they're flying F-16 fighter planes, and it's all female pilots, and there's a black woman. It's like, okay, all right, yeah, all right. I, I did. And then she's a young girl, and she's got the power, and she's got more power. It's just an advertisement for rah-rah, you go girl is a moxie. I, roundhouse kicking chick hop, and I understand if you're a superhero, you're going to have that. But it was also when she's a little girl, they showed her so many times when she's a little girl and there's all this display and, and, and um, highlighting of how much power she has. And then you look at it truly with unbiased eyes, like this is merely an advertisement for feminism. This is merely advertisement for anything you can do, I can do better. And I hate to say it, I think the movie is not going to do that well. I think people have gotten their their fill of rah rah sisterhood. I mean, go watch, go watch it, go watch the the trailer. I mean, the other trailers are going to come out. Um, even they even say it starts with her, and they put hero, you know, hero. Oh, oh, I get it because it's a girl. Oh. And uh, it doesn't look to be that good of a movie. It looks to be more of a propaganda piece. It looks to be more just the same old bullshit where you just can't make a goddamn movie that everyone's going to enjoy. Wonder Woman didn't do that. Wonder Woman was, I, I was not that impressed with it. It was too sappy for me. I know Beckloff thinks it's one of the greatest movies. He thinks it's the best movie that Marvel came out with. I just have no patience for romance, especially dragged out romance and over dramatic romance. I just have no patience for what happened captain someone break your heart no i never had a heart to begin with i'm i'm the first heartless human i also have self-respect i can't it's like dude what do we throw all these romance plots can't we just go back to killing the germans 
Uh, but Wonder Woman <clears throat> was a good show. That was a good movie in the sense that it wasn't lecturing, it wasn't moralizing, it wasn't sermoning. And this could be, in the case of Captain Marvel, it could be that, again, Gen X cannot think of anything marketing and new except for uh, gender politics and racial politics. So maybe they're thinking, oh, we're going to advertise and sell more ticket sales. We're going to get more girls into the seats if we advertise it. And then it turns out to be kind of like a Mad Max thing where actually it wasn't about feminism. They just advertised it as such. No, I still haven't seen the movie yet. And no, I still haven't seen Dr. Strangelove. But they're, they're doing it again. They're going to go. They're advertising vagina. And if you're sick and tired of me pointing it out, I'm sick and tired of seeing it all the time. Even when I try to remove the goggles, hey, okay, what, what? Uh, let's see what this is about. And again, honestly, it doesn't look to be that good of the movie. the The actress does. Maybe she's always serious all the time. There was no, she didn't emote at all. She seemed a very boring superhero. I don't know anything about Captain Marvel or who she is. I guess it was a he at one time, but of course we have to switch that. She just seems really boring. The actress' face looks kind of boring. Nothing exciting she did. She was just she was just getting power. That's all the time. Her, her fist would be full of power. And she'd be standing on a machine getting power, and, and she wouldn't say anything. Heck, more than I think about it, uh, Samuel Jackson had more uh, lines in the trailer than she did. But it just, it was, it, it doesn't look like a good movie. And... <clears throat> Fortunately, think about how much money they they spent building up the Infinity War uh, uh, legacy lexicon, uh, the uh, the series, and it was brilliant. It was brilliant. We're gonna we're gonna have a bunch of individual superhero movies, and then they're gonna all come together. Brilliant. Think of the billions, literally multiple billions of dollars worth of profit, and let's not mention trillions of Human hours of entertainment enjoy those movies that brought to it. It has been a, a, a total net profit. I'm afraid what they're going to run into now is what, uh, what was it? Kathleen Kennedy did with Star Wars with uh, the last, um, the last, not the last one. Solo was the last one, but the, the last Jedi where it was all weird and extra extract of vagina. Um, and the retaliatory strike was no one went to see Solo, and uh, people just hated it. That was the torpedo that ended. Think about how much value it wiped out. Think of think of it in terms of a of a bond or a stock that pays a regular dividend or a regular interest rate every year, interest amount every year. Star Wars was the movie that you would be guaranteed a billion dollars. In 1977, money. All right, so two billion, 1.5 billion over the course of its life. So every time you came out with the Star Wars, it, this was it, you. You can barely screw this up. They did. They managed to screw it up, and now it's not a for sure thing that Star Wars is going to make a billion dollars. How much in net present value did they just whack out of the Star Wars, a uh, Star Wars brand? Kathleen Kennedy took this asset that had multiple billions of dollars. I don't mean to bore you with how to do discounted cash flow or take an asset that generates a certain amount of cash flow every year and how to discount it into a, how do you value those cash flows today? 
But I do know Kathleen Kennedy and the social justice warriors and, and politics in general just hatcheted this shit, halved the value of the Star Wars brand. And now you look at all this effort and work that went into the Infinities Wars and this Marvel uh, studio, this, this Marvel, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not lexicon. I mean, work of art, this volume of art that they, uh, and work, even more than Star Wars. I mean, how many Star Wars movies has there been? Nine real ones? And how many, you have Iron Man 3 right there, Captain America 2 right there, the Hulk, uh, Ant-Man and Wasp, which I saw, by the way, great movie, great movie, very fun, very lighthearted. Okay, may maybe about the same amount of effort went into building up this legacy. But I have a feeling Captain Marvel, in part because it doesn't look like it's going to be that good of a movie, and in part because, God almighty, we just <clears throat> we haven't learned that using vagina to sell – Ocean's 8, anybody? Feminist Ghostbusters, anyone? Nah, 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 we're going to do it anyway. Because our politics is more important than profits or people's happiness. I have a fear that this is going to tank the Infinity War, the sequel to Infinity Wars. Because doesn't she come? Hang on, let me double check. Hey, anyone in the chat room know? Is this, is this like, is Infinity Wars, they like uh, Captain Marvel supposed to save them? I'll look it up here. Hang on. Marvel comes up. How will Captain Marvel play into that wild Avengers Infinity War? Captain Marvel. Yeah, there's the yeah, it's the same thing. Okay. Captain Marvel. Boy, they put a lot of they put a lot onto this movie. They are playing with fire, man. They put all that money and investment into it, and they're going to play politics. Oh, man. Oh. They could hire asshole consulting. That's, uh... oh, all right, what else we got in the uh, <clears throat> the chat room here? Uh, Aaron, if you could... Oh, we already got that one. Doop -doop -doop. Cappy, what's the next book you may write? Uh, it's already uploaded to Amazon, um, but I don't have a cover for it yet. And it's not... I, I didn't write it. I mean, I did write it, but all I'm doing is backing up my blog again uh, because, it, it, quite truthfully, I've been meaning to, but then when Roosh got his nine books banned, you're saying, but wait, you're publishing it on Amazon? Yeah, I have it published on Amazon because, again, it's a monopoly, but then I have it also backed up in PDF and Microsoft Word. So in case Google decides to uh, delete my blog or whatever, I do have uh, some really good writing backed up. I was kind of going through it. I'm like, did I really write that? Like, it's kind of sad when you don't remember writing it. And you're like, I must have written this, but I don't remember of it. And damn it, it's really good. So if you've read the blog religiously, you don't have to, but these are the best of posts. So if you don't want to go through the blog and you don't want to go through all the crap posts or links or just, you know, the throwaway posts, these are the best ones. It's going to be called Love Letters to the Left. Love Letters to the Left. And uh, I'm going to also, in the meantime, spruce up 
the covers of my other books that I use to back up the blog. There's there's three, technically four, three books that I use to back up. One is called Captain Capitalism Top Shelf. Second one, Captain Capitalism Reserve, which is 880 pages because I went way too long <clears throat> not backing up the book. This one's going to be Love Letters to the Left. Um, and the first two, the, the the covers are fine, but they could use a little sprucing up. And I really don't sell or promote these books that much. And so I'm going to change. I'm going to put uh, classic 1950s-style pinup covers. So I went out and looked for some artists and actually had some luck. I mean, it was still less than a 5% response rate, but I did find um, four artists, three of which I'm going to choose, one to do each cover. Love Letters to the Left is going to have a Russian babe holding a big red heart with a star and sickle on it in yellow. And she's going to have uh, white uh, heels and stockings on. She's going to have a communist officer's hat. And she's going to have red hair. And you're going to be smiley and cute. Uh, then um, Top Shelf, which really had a martini on it. I got another uh, artist, hopefully, who's going to get back to me from South Africa. Talented kid named Sonny Ned Amelia or something like that. Got a, a different art style that I kind of like. Um, so he's going to draw. I know all of you. What about RJ Jones? I, <clears throat> don't worry. I'll hire IJ, RJ Jones for another one, but RJ, this wasn't the, um, his style of art is not the one that I wanted. I wanted more pinup style, comic book style. And thankfully it was going to ensure me. He's like, well, if you can't find anybody, let me know. I'm like, okay, cool. If you guys are looking to hire an artist, rjjones.com spelled A R J A Y Jones.com. Uh, and then the reserved one, I haven't figured out what I'm going to have for that pinup wise, uh, but I do have a nice uh, lady called Dee Dee that did email me back, and I'll probably go with her. But I got to look at prices and all that. Um, but then the book after that, that's an actual real book. Uh, I don't know. I got like how many do I have? I have twelve book ideas that I want to write. Some of which will not be under my name; they'll be under an alias. And I will have to set up a separate LLC so that it gets separate payments and separate bank accounts so it's not traceable to me. And you can either go to New Mexico or Wyoming and set up an LLC where your name is not given out. Isn't it fun? You know, wouldn't it just be nice to write the fucking book and not worry about being censored? Wouldn't that be nice? Instead of dicking around all this time, running up backup sites and backup channels and having to go by alien, wouldn't it be nice if we truly had the freedom of speech and employers and people would respect differences of opinion and, and cherish your right to do that? Oh, no, let's fire Brendan Knight. We can't do that. Um, But the one I would publicly write under my name uh, would probably be a Batch of Pad Economics for Women. Uh, which has been a little bit of demand for, plus I just want to write it to kind of like state my piece. Because all right, we had a disproportionate amount of uh, black men and Latino men, minority men in general, who frankly got sick and tired of being poor and they got sick and tired of hearing the Democrat talking points. And they came to the channel, oh my God, hey, Cappy, this and that. And I'm like, okay, we got enough uh, of a minority clientele that maybe I should write a book. And it was well received for the book that was written. You know, keep in mind black men only account for 7% of the population. And the book sold rather well, accounting for that fact. Um, and uh, but one of the fringe benefits is <clears throat> ain't nobody gonna tell me I'm racist. <laughs> not one person gonna you're right. No, I'm not. 
What have you done to help out our brother, our black brothers? Did you write a book and spend like two months of your time full-time writing uh, and, and editing? You know how painful editing is? Crafting every sentence, making sure it flowed right, thinking, pondering, outlining, sculpting. Did you do that? Oh, no. Oh, but you did a tweet about the BLM people. Huh? Oh, well, good going, slack chair activist. So now no one can, it's, and it's the same thing with it. They're going to, anytime you try and tell people the truth on the left, they're going to accuse you of an historianism. So you try and tell girls, hey, you shouldn't be fat and you shouldn't major in stupid shit. <laughs> then I can say, oh, really? Sexist? Did you see this book I wrote that is specifically designed to help out women and it doesn't lie to them and helps close the wage gap? Why do you say we Shut the fuck up then, you goddamn C word. It's so funny how you can say fuck ass shit, dick, damn, pussy, vagina, but you can't say anything that would slightly offend a group of people. You can't say that because that'll get you banned. That'll get you a strike. Uh, have you read any Charles Burkowski? I have to, uh, that is from... Obelesco 10. Uh, I, I don't even know who he is. I'll be perfectly honest with you. Aside from textbooks, I have probably read less than 10 books for enjoyment. May, maybe 15 uh, at most. Because I did read a series, The Black Cauldron, The High King. They're all part of a uh, Lloyd Alexander wrote them. I read through that series when I was a kid. Um, I read... Force 10 from Navarone, The Guns of Navarone by Alistair McLean. I read Ice Station Zebra. I I can't remember the other books that I read for fun. I, I, I really think it's less than 15 books I've read for fun. Because I hated reading. I was it was it was beat out of me when I was a kid. You know, it's just it's just don't do that. Kids want to do that. You must do that. Kids don't want to do that. Don't press the red button. I want to press that red button. You must do this. Fuck you. I'm not screw you. <clears throat> and so when you teachers who suck, by the way, especially English teachers, you must read this boring book about Catcher in the Rye. I, I read that book. I don't even remember what it's about. Um, and maybe I skimmed through it and you know read the back page and then read the last chapter, which was a quick way to write a a book. If you read the first couple of chapters, you read the back page, like what's it about, and then like you read the last three chapters. You kind of can, you can fake a book report with that. You can wing it. They think you wrote it or read it. So I don't know who Charles Burkowski is. Let's look him up. Let's see if anybody else wanted to join on the thing here. Give me a second, guys. Uh, nope. <clears throat> oh, one message. Uh, Rich Cooper wants me to do a show. You guys tune into Rich, everybody, entrepreneurs in cars, go check out Rich. He wants to do a podcast together, which I'm not against. Everybody <clears throat> wants to know, oh, when are you going to do this pod? When are you going to get, I, I would love to. Sticks and Hammer, I'd love to get together with him. People want me to get together with him. We're not against it. We've been texting back and forth. But you got to realize it's, I mean, in addition to all this social media stuff, a lot of these people have real jobs. It's, <laughs> and 
And I know you guys don't think it, but it is a real job. It's it's busy for me. Uh, let's get, come on, Clary, focus. I don't need that. I got a bunch of pages. Nope, not that page. Nope, not that browser. Come on, Clary, get your head in the game. Charles Burkowski, American poet. Oh, fuck, I'm not going to read poetry. Are you nuts? German-born American poet, novelist, and short story writer. His writing was influenced by the social, cultural, and economic ambience of his home city, Los Angeles. His work addressed the ordinary lives of poor American Americans, the acting of writing, alcohol, relationships with women, and the drudgery of work. Bukowski wrote thousands of poems, hundreds of short stories, and six novels, and eventually publishing over 60 books. The FBI kept a file on him as a result of his column, Notes of a Dirty Old Man in the L.A. Underground Newspaper, Open City. This kind of sounds like um, Frank Miller. Would that be the guy? Sin City kind of, would that be the film noir <clears throat> type of style? I don't know. Does he have it on audiobook so I can listen to it while getting on with my life and not being anchored to one position? You know what the difference is between uh, being chained to a wall and reading a book? Nothing. Nothing. You really you just chained to a wall. You might get some exercise. Reading a book, you're just sitting there dying. <clears throat> uh, uh, does anyone else feel bad about private schools? Uh, private schools are no better than public schools except for their education. The teachers are all the same. I unfortunately went to a private school for my first couple of years of life, and all we managed to do was piss away what little money we had as a family. We have to go to a Christian school because then you'll love Je See, when you shove Jesus' dick in his face, he'll really want to worship Christ then. If you threaten the little kid with hell, they'll want to worship the Lord. Jesus loves you. If you don't love him back, you'll burn. Uh, oh, that reminds me of the video where someone electrified their Trump sign during the election and some cuck tried to sneak up and destroyed it and got zapped. <laughs> There's got to be some YouTube videos on that. Wonder Woman is DC. Is it? Oh, that, didn't I say she was DC? Uh, when is Cappy going to have his own movie, Captain Capitalism, The Winter Liberal? I Here's here's the funny thing is, you guys, follow me through on this bit of older brother wisdom. <clears throat> you may want revenge on the left for ruining your life, your future, and your country. But if there, in this book, as I was reading through my the best of the compilation. I really did crack the code on, on liberal psychology. Um, you don't want to kill them. You don't want their vengeance. You want them to live their life that they're going to live. Uh, and I see it now, especially in my generation, you know, I'm in my, my mid forties now. And these gals that thought it was all about the career and this and that and feminism and politics and the state, these, you know, how, how happy of a life can you have when the number one thing in your life is the government? Government can't hug you back. Government check can't hug you back. Government check can't love you. And then all these limp-tard boys, soy boys, that you know, became feminists or became liberals because they thought I'd get them laid, or they actually believed it. Now they're divorced. Women aren't satisfied. 
They don't make any money. <laughs> there's, there's, you don't have to, you don't have to lift a finger. You just have to watch them suffer their own lives. Oh, they put up a great front. They put up a great front. There was, hang on, let me pull this up. Perfect example. Let's pull this gal up. It's an obscure article. No one's read it. Thank God. Well, if Bing would work. Uh, first word, daughter learned lynching. Some gal wrote an article. Have you guys ever heard of the 74million.org site? I haven't. And you'll never hear from it again. This is the most advertisement it's ever going to get. <clears throat> um, this is from Becca McNeil. She wrote an article, What I Did This Summer, Took My White Anxiety and Preschool Daughter to the Memorial for Peace and Justice. And here's this little three-year-old kid. Okay, now think about I feel horrible for the kid. This is actual child abuse. This poor kid is going to be brought up in such a skewed and, and toxic, genuinely toxic environment uh, because her her mother, certainly, I don't know about the father, I think the father is absent. Um, the mother is forcing politics on this kid. The mother loves the politics more than the kid because she's so proud that the first word her daughter learned this summer was lynching. You know, fuck ice cream and fuck feeding ducks at the pod and fuck paying, playing baseball. She's she's teaching here. This ter the terms inappropriate, value signaling, white guilt, bad parent, <laughs> nothing spells childhood than telling their kid that you're guilty of slavery. You are privileged. You are evil. That's a religion of another kind. Now, if you go, you go to... You look up this Becca McNeil. And here's what I'm talking about, the revenge. Now, the kid is the kid is the true victim in this one. But do you think this lady is enjoying her life? This gal, I looked at her profile and her background. She's like got a master's as some kind of journalism bullshit. It wasn't even journalism, like something like writing or something. So you go to her Twitter account. Now, remember, if you're a professional journalist... You're a professional author. You work for a website that's, you know, the Huffington Post or something. Like you work for an actual newspaper. You should have more Twitter followers than the old captain. She has 540 followers, less than one-tenth of what I got. You go to her webpage, uh, of course, fat, not attractive. You click on the full resume. It's nothing that you guys wouldn't know. Uh, Bachelor's of Art in Print Media, whatever the hell that is. Master's of Science in Media and Communication, so she's in debt. International Association of Genocide Scholars. And a Master's in Naturalism or Naturalist. Um, can you imagine? And this is what I'm talking about. You don't have to lift a finger to get your revenge on the left. Do you think this woman's life is happy at all? You, what's it like living in the world that you got to force your daughter into white kilt and that, and you're going to write about it and you do not have the poll. You do not have the 
the the journalism net you do not have the readership or the followership to make any money you can't make money if, if we're going to use twitter followers as a proxy you can't live off of that if i take one tenth of my income and apply it assuming that she's not making enough to live i barely make enough to live and how much student loan debt she has because she basically has a doctorate you don't hear about that <clears throat> You don't hear about that. You just have to let them live their own. You just have to let them live their own life. So there's not going to be <clears throat> Captain Capitalism, the winter liberal. I just let them in. I, I love reading articles about how I majored in this and I majored in that. And it's a crime that I have to pay back these little loans. Uh, Hound Dog writes, I've totally lost interest in politics, boring, repetitive. I think economics is far more intellectually stimulating, easier on the morale too. Yep. The comments section, oop, where'd it go? Still learning to master the uh, the chat room. Did I just skip all the way ahead? No, I didn't. Uh, Gen Xers suck. Captain Kev, there it was. Hound Dog writes, the comments section on your latest MGTOW video was hilarious. I guess losers have a tendency to get upset when you disillusion them. I don't disillusion them. I did a, to give you context, I did a video. I had a very interesting request. Young man want to know, should young men join MGTOW? I said, no, you should. I said, you should learn from it. There's some important things there. You should learn from the old and original and the real MGTOWs, which I'm officially calling going ghost guys now. But the, the modern day permavirgins and... <laughs> Men who never went is what the other acronym was. You know, where they just hate on women all day and they get pissed off and they're, you know, and they're in their incels and TFLers and all that other stuff. I said, no, it's it's toxic. You don't want to do that. And, and uh, that's not disillusioning. That's telling them the truth. Look, here's another perfect example of truth. Am I lying to those guys? If they followed my advice, would they not have better lives? Would they not? Do better? I mean, forget even getting women. What if what if they just dieted and ate right and hit the gym? Wouldn't they live longer and feel better? I haven't checked the comment section. I, I kind of checked it a little bit. And already the, the hate was coming in. But most people seem to like it. It doesn't matter. Can't be agreed with all the time. Aaron, have you heard of Periscope? You can live stream a hiking adventure while telling everybody they couldn't keep up. My God. What, were you with me on a hike one time? That's pretty much what my hikes are. Unless I go with Denver Ben, um, yeah, it's kind of – I go hiking by myself most of the time. Uh, I agree that liberals like ideas more than people. They don't even have ideas. Hardcore snowman? Aaron, you are literally the best role model. Thank you. Yes, I am. No, I'm not. <laughs> joking agreeing with that started watching my junior year of high school pursued a degree in engineering from your advice and now i'm 23 making a hundred thousand a year there you go there you go what do you think of the insane real estate prices i'm in denver and it's crazy people love denver people are finally getting wise to denver the problem is now denver's so pricey you got to think about going to something like albuquerque grand junction maybe perhaps Fort Collins, you can still live in as long as you don't go into Denver. You could go to like towns near Denver, just as long as you don't go into Denver. 
because all you got is that I-25 corridor. It always chokes up. It's no different than uh, Seattle. The I-5 corridor just chokes up. Um, Colorado Springs is nice. I like that town. Some hiking in there. Duluth, Minnesota, nice place to live. No. A lot of people like it. I shouldn't say that. If you don't like the sun and you like cold and you like wind and you like a combined wind chill of minus 60 degrees and you like high taxes because you're still part of Minnesota, sure. Sure. Then then Duluth is a great town. But no, I wouldn't I wouldn't live there. Um boom, that's it. Uh, we had no family, the super channel, the house cleaning, got to do about a B. Boop, boop. All right, that's it. Unless anybody had any questions, we're going to super chat it right now. That is the Older Brother Podcast. We'll have uh, some of the regular guests on <clears throat> next week once we get back. I was at a bad schedule. I didn't have time to email people and see who was going to be coming on. I've been doing a lot of stuff in the background, which I will let you guys all know about later. But I'll tell you this. In record time, I had backed up my blog, had it all edited, copied, pasted, scripted, fonticized, everything, everything, and uploaded in PDF file to createspace.com, which is amazon.com. So I had that all done in one day. One day. That was uh, that was a record. Someday I'll talk about hustle and how that's – I'll tell you now. If you guys just get off your lazy ass and you hustle and you dedicate, try a 16-hour workday. Just try it once. See what you guys can get done in 16 hours. Hardcore work, all right? You take a break for lunch. Maybe you walk around and you get a little bit. Of, you work 16 hours in one day, and then you see what you can accomplish. You know, how'd you pay off school? How'd you graduate without that? Well, there you go. All right, that's it. We'll see you guys all later. Toodles.